Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can you, can you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? And welcome to a brand new episode of Relations. My name is Kayla Lassiter. It's your boy, 51 Spade, Alpha Male, G-O-D, the ninja you love to hate. I'm definitely in the building. Yeah, we got two exciting topics. The first one is early adolescent sex and the thin line between the trauma and the pride. And the second one is, give me a second. <laughs> Damn it, we're live. Sorry. Okay, I know why I didn't come out with that one because this one came from a meme. So I didn't really know how to word it. So the meme was she sent me a naked picture and I said, my homeboy already showed me that one. So the question on our relations Facebook page is this is why I was stingy with the coochie. I always had a fear that I would end up smashing guys in the same inner circle somehow. If I met a group of gentlemen, it took me a long time to pick which one I wanted to bag. And I wanted to be sure because I was always one and done. No doubling back. Because if I chose wrong, it would be dreadful to be in a group of people or at a, in a room and you smash more than one person in the room. That's always been a fear of mine. So that's, I don't know where, what, how to really pose the question, but other than have you ever smashed people in a, in a circle and maybe found your situation in their company? Cause I would find that like super dreadful. So since I already started talking about that one, let's just continue. So the meme again is she sent me a naked picture and I said, my homeboy already showed me that. So how do you feel about that in general? How does the meme make you feel when it's spread? Like, I know you're a guy, so it might you might find yourself in a room with different women you've smashed, but how do you feel about being in the room with your woman and there are several men in there that smashed? Um, I mean, really, unless, unless you're female like a virgin, I don't really think it, I don't really think it matter. And I don't really think, I don't really think nowadays we dealing with any type of scenarios that are even like that. Like, I don't think a guy can never be in a scenario where his lady, like I said, unless she's a virgin, like females go through whole periods. I haven't, I really haven't met one yet. So at some point in time, you're going to end up, end up in a room where some, you know, your lady is like, Oh, by the way, I smashed this guy. Or, you know, this is someone that I used to fuck with this and that. And it's all going to just matter. Um, it's going to matter about that individual and his self-confidence and how it is. I know I've uh, I've said before that guys are childish. So even though females tell you that, I think the flip side of what females don't know is that some guys go out of their way to let you know that they hit. And if the girl gives a heads up, I don't really, you know, I don't really give a fuck. As long as I'm not walking into a scenario where it's like, you know, she kept that information and she ain't saying anything. But like I said, if you done if she ain't no virgin, she was she was everybody's shit at one point in time. So from, <laughs> so from your perspective, it's going to happen. Yeah. 
because you didn't meet this person as a virgin. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I have to pose the question a different way for you because you're comfortable with the fact that your woman may have been with other people. But what about your woman may have been with other people you know? Does that add another layer? That's why I said, that's why I made the comment or the post particular to or specific to inner circle. And I think I posed the question this way is because I work in environments sometimes where there's me and 10 men that I meet within a week that we're going to keep being in each other's company. So there's going to be closeness and camaraderie that you have with these 10 men, you being another a woman in that type of environment. So out of that 10, there are probably five that are trying to get some type of other type of attention from you. That's a lot of men to choose from. And what I'm saying is being a woman, I was always very, very choosy who I got involved with because if I chose wrong and had to double back, I'm going to find myself with these individuals that could say they've been with me. So I kind of want you to comment from that perspective, the inner circle perspective, somebody that you speak to on a daily or on a weekly, somebody that you're going to be in their presence. Good things happen. You might want to talk about, um, your engagement or your wedding day or a trip you went on and, and y'all have this female in common. That would suck, wouldn't it? I guess. I don't experience nothing like that either. So, um, the thing about, I'm going to speak from my perspective and then I'm going to speak from a, a, a different perspective. Okay. My perspective is, my circle is already small. Me and my homeboys, we don't even like the same type of women. Um, and even when I meet like my homeboys lady, I don't have camaraderie with them. Uh, we're not friends. Um, and typically we don't, you know, and I'm staying on my first thing. We typically don't like the same type of women. So I really can't speak from that perspective of being in a room with someone that's my homeboy that smashed. Like, you know, we have loyalty factors that I feel, at least in my circle, we have loyalty factors that once I see, you know, one of my homeboys, let's just say if we was running a caper and once we decide that, hey, you finna smash this chick, the bitch just become like off limits unless we finna run her right then and there. Unless we finna just really just run run her right then and there, it, there's no really gonna be nothing. Now, the other side of that is, Everybody don't think like that. And I think especially um, females don't think like that. I hear a lot of females that always say, you know, hey, the motherfucker ain't married and you ain't marry him. So it's you ain't stop. You ain't stepping in front of my true love. I don't really feel like females have that type of of loyalty, but I don't want to boil it down just to female because you got some dudes, like I said, that are females. And they don't really have that type of loyalty either. So I don't expect to give out and then get in return the exact same thing. But that what you're talking about is still the exact same thing to me. It's like you're in a room with 10 dudes and then you finna smash one. What's the difference between that and then being in college and smashing one or smashing a whole bunch of dudes right before you come into existence before meeting your dude? It's still going to be the same scenario because whatever dude that you fucked, if you're not in that relationship with him, he's going to go out of his way 
to let your dude know that he fucked. It just plays out over and over again. So like I said, unless she's a virgin, it really ain't gonna matter. I get that. So that's maybe, it just seems more of a common occurrence for men. And I'm just was reflecting back. Yeah, no common occurrence for men. I, I feel like it must be if you're that cool about it. I'm, not, mean, I'm not saying I'm cool about it. I'm saying I've never experienced because I've always had a small circle. Like my circle is based on loyalty. Everybody shit ain't based upon that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we've had in previous shows, you you've said, "Oh well, you know what I'm saying this person wasn't married to this person, so I fucked this person." I view that as not loyal, but you view that as well. They weren't married, so I fucked them, and that's what I'm saying. If that's your home girl, that the nigga that she fucking with should be totally off limits. But you don't view that as loyalty. That's not true. I've never said that. My girlfriends. My girlfriend's boyfriends are certainly off limits. I didn't say boyfriends. I didn't use the word boyfriend. I said someone that you smash. I didn't use the word boyfriend. I didn't say any of that. I didn't say how they was that even. I, I didn't. Okay, and yeah, that's so now you're pushing is, so, is so now you now kind of questionable. I'm sure people have reasons this happened. I'm not saying so that know, there's no gray area, but what I'm if, if a person wasn't married and you just smashed them, and ten years later you end up with the guy your homegirl smashed in college. I'm just saying there are some great areas with subjects like that. Gotcha. It's but, not like, totally off limits, but that's a whole nother but, show. But like I said, you don't view that as loyalty, and I do. Like, I don't, I view that as a loyal thing. If I find out that it's a chick that I fuck with or a chick that has fucked with my homeboy, I don't see the route of going that route. I don't give a fuck whether they broke up or not. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, you're proving my point directly. Like, you're saying that's a gray area. It shouldn't be a gray area. How? If 10 years has passed and it was just somebody that you smashed one night and then they meet 10 years later in the grocery store and they're soulmates. What do you the mean? Dif- somebody that you just... The different- like, you can't... You can, the situations are not the same. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because, like I said, it's a whole nother subject. But... It, they're, they're just not the same. It's just not the same. It's not the same. I mean, it boils down to loyalty to me. And like I said, that has never happened. So that, that hasn't happened because you have loyal inner circle. I get it. So I was saying that I reflected back at a time that I had a young lady that was working for me. And I exposed her to a lot of people. And it just seemed like out of every group that I exposed her to, she would pick one to fuck. And then we ended up at events where it's like, girl, like one, two, three, like six motherfuckers in here can talk about your vagina. That has always plagued me. And I always, seeing that happen made me very uncomfortable. But I'm saying men, I'm saying it's common to men because I don't seem to get that kind of feeling of shame. Like, damn, this boy, this nigga I've been with my ladies. You know what I'm saying? I don't get that from you when you speak. Like, that would even bother you in that way. I mean, I don't think those two things are the same thing. That's probably why. Um, One sounds like, okay, like, I'll tackle it from what you just said, okay? If you speak about your, if you're speaking about some young lady that's working for you, then you introduce her to a person. We're in a world now well, we've been in that world where you have women who lie amongst themselves. They lie about their whole periods. They lie about who they fuck. They lie about all this type of things to try to put themselves on this pedestal to say, like, they wasn't hoeing. You understand? So 
if she fucked five people in the room and she's comfortable with her sexuality, uh, that's for her. Yeah. It's really her business. I don't really give a fuck. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just like I consider um, Kim Kardashian a hoe, but it's the same thing for Kanye. If the whole world see him, her fucking Ray J on a sex tape, then move to Chris Humphreys, and then move to French Montana, and then move to Reggie Bush. And like these are bodies that she racking up. Like I don't care like what you say, they're bodies that go bam, 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 bam. But they played out in front of the world. So if Kanye is man enough to be like, listen, I don't really care about your past. You was probably trying to shift through people or whatever the case may be. You're to, looking get, for love. To, get, to get to this you're point. Not trying, you're not looking gotcha. for dick. You're looking for love. Gotcha. That's just a difference. Gotcha. So you went through your whole period and you shifted through all these dudes. It's a matter on the guy, whether he cares or not. So if if he doesn't care and he still says, look, everybody make mistakes. You went through your whole period and that's not where you at now. And I want to elevate you to another level and I want to marry you. I want to do all this other shit. And he believed that in his mind. That's up to him. He believed that shit. Not every man is going to believe that. Because let's just say it was another man. And then every time he with someone, you know what I'm saying? Kim looked like she gave some good throat. Boy, that looked like Ray J looked like he was having a grand old time. Reggie Bush mentioned it too. Like guys, like I said, can be petty. If it bothers the guy, then he, he's it gonna then, the and then he's gonna let not to fucking be with her. Yeah. You understand? Because of her resume. Yeah. And that's her whole period. Resume, that, resume. That, that's a good way to it's, really a, it's another name for whole period. It's, that's that's all that is. I was bringing that in, aka resume whole period. Now, you got guys that don't care, they ring them. You know what I'm saying? We see a lot of hoes that get married and get and get wiped up. You know what I'm saying? So just because you hoeing, you know, and that's what I'm that's my point of what I'm saying. Just because she went through five people don't mean that she don't that she can't get married. Yeah. I'm willing to bet she probably got married. She probably got married before your ass, your ass, and your ass. That's the thing that why she's comfortable in her sexuality and just letting it all hang out. Mm -hmm. There's still a guy out there that wife hoes. You know what I'm saying? They, they everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So while women sitting there trying to act like, yeah, well, I don't do this and I don't do that and I wouldn't be in a room. So fucking what? Like if she's comfortable with it and she's and she's not hiding it from her significant other going into that relationship, it ain't gonna matter. I want to put you in the position where you actually read the meme and you sent your girlfriend, your wife, your fiance a picture of your dick, which we know for real in real life you would never do. Just take it as a hypothetical. Let's say you sent your woman a picture of your dick and she wrote back to you, my homegirl already showed me that one. Mm -hmm. And let's say it wasn't your girlfriend, just somebody you fucking with. Mm -hmm. Even that. My homegirl already showed me that. Mm -hmm. As a man, how does that make you feel? And I'm not looking for anything in particular. I'm really asking what your answer would be. It wouldn't make me feel no type of way. Because if, I, if, I, if I shot, because it's not going to boil down to me. It's going to boil down again. You're not, you're the meme that you're reading. I think you're missing the point. The meme is for the other person, not the person that sent it. So, if, why would I feel a certain way if I took because a, it's your dick, but it's the homegirl shared? That's right, that's but not it's shameful to men. I'm just it saying. wouldn't be because exactly. he because he already took the initiative to send the first dick pic and the other dick pic and other dick pic. That's what I'm trying to say. Why would he feel a certain way? It's a matter of how the person that says. 
I already got that. That's who it matters on. It don't matter about that person. It's the same thing what I'm saying about Kim. I already seen that throat. I already seen that pussy. I already seen you bent over. The world has seen it. So it matters to Kanye, not Kim. I get it. So if you're already out there sitting dick pics, they don't even really give, give a, a fuck. fuck. <laughs> like, why would I care? Like, okay. Obviously, your girl showed it to you. So we good. We fucking or not. I'm trying to figure out like, what's the problem. Like, I want to just figure out. It's so funny because I'm totally opposite. I would die if I sent anybody I was fucking with a picture of me and what I got back was my homeboy already showed me that one. But my question to you would be this. I would probably block, delete, ghost. He would never hear from me again. But my question to you is this. Why wouldn't you think that that would happen if you're sending pussy pics, body pics, or anything to people? Why wouldn't you think that happened? Because it's not supposed to. That's bullshit. Let me, let me, let me. See, this is the thing what I'm talking about about women thinking that I don't know where I forgot Venus. <laughs> That's where y'all are coming from. Gotcha. That's why you don't understand. Gotcha. The thing is this. When men, I'm just going, and I'm just going to, and I think I've said this on the show, but I'll reiterate this. When men are fucking with women in the very early stages, you don't really know if you're going to keep this female, not keep this female, if y'all just fuck buddies or what. So there are times when a female might send like a pussy pic or a tit or whatever, a picture of their body and your homeboy you know, if I'm riding with my homeboy, without him thinking, he'd be like, man, look at this bitch, man. Boy, that motherfucking titties, look at them titties. Look at that pussy. He might be showing his future old lady to his homeboy. Now, this has happened to me. My homeboys have showed me pictures of their future lady not knowing it was their lady. Right. And she then was a smash at she the was time. a smash at the time. Yeah. Later on, as time go by, they still fucking with him. Now, once they move in together and they are an item, I have to forget. <laughs> we have to act like that moment didn't happen. It's a moment in time that we act like didn't happen. I don't ever bring it up. I ain't going to be with my homeboy and be like, remember that time you showed me a picture of your old lady titties? Something. It's a moment in time that we never talk about again. You know what I'm saying? Because he had no idea that he was going to move forward with this girl. Right. Now, I'm not saying that happens all the time, but I'm just giving you an idea that why wouldn't you think that happened? Like, if you send those type of shots. Yeah. So sometimes this old lady could be around me and I know fully well what she looked like naked. But like I said, we ain't talking. We ain't cool. I don't got to really interact with you. So I don't have to be like, I already know what you look like naked. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things that. He's never going to speak to me about it. I'm never going to speak to him about it. We're going to act like it did not happen. And we just move forward. Just for the record, girls don't do shit like that. Like, girl, look at this dick I had last night. Oh, girl, look at this one I had last week. You know why? Like, I'm showing but, people, but, like, but you know that why? is crazy. But you know why y'all don't do shit like that? Because what I just said, y'all not loyal motherfuckers. See, when a bitch show a dick pic, you already showing 
your homegirl, like, look what this motherfucker working with. And y'all already suspicious of other bitches. So why would you show <laughs> a dick? have nothing to do with it. That has a lot to do with it. Are you fucking crazy? Oh, so now we talking, now we finna act stupid. Now. The reason why y'all don't, don't trust send other bitches. My girlfriend's dick pics is because I just don't. Ew. That's not a thing. Gotcha. But you're not gonna but you're also not gonna show a girl. Listen, if that let me let me show you how I know you're lying. If that dick trash or that dick little, you showing that shit. Girl, look. <laughs> Look what this look at this look what this nigga done sent me. Look at this little shit. And this motherfucker had the nerve to send me this shit. I well, canceled yeah, his ass. Stop <laughs> talking. But if you fucking with that dick and that dick making you come, you ain't showing no picture of that shit. Who you think I am? I ain't showing a pic. Wait, if some wait, I've had a dick pic. The only person I showed was yeah. the guy I was with. Like, look at this shit. Look at what this motherfucker just sent me. That's the guys. I didn't show any of my friends. That's right. And I didn't even share with my friends that a guy sent me a dick. Pic. That's right. Because you would, because if you was fucking that dick, you don't want to put him on the market. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's what he working with, girl. And then she go behind your back and fuck him. First that's of all, why. There's, nothing, there's no one I would even send a dick pic to that would make that type that of means you don't trust, one. Because you don't trust none of your homegirls. And that's, that's, what, I, that's what I'm trying to tell you right now. You don't trust any of them to send them no dick pic. Because your ass be. I just don't do it. There's plenty of girls I trust right now I wouldn't send them the picture you, of my man's dick to. We just don't do that. You probably don't have a picture <laughs> of his dick pic. Anyway, moving I on. I beg to differ. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I beg to differ. I bet you do. Anyway, that's just not something that we're doing. So we look at it totally different. I think that's why I, you know, I'm I'm going to, I need for my spouse to look me in the eye and tell me he has not shown my vagina to his friends because I have sent plenty from beginning to end, plenty of pussy bigs. There is nothing, there was nothing in my mind saying, oh, he's going to show this to his homeboy. That pussy got shown. You're kidding. That's not true. Okay. Not true. <laughs> okay, you send them pussy pics early on in the shot. Someone seen it. Whoever his closest homeboy. It's already, not true. Already saw it. Sorry. That's your bad. You didn't lock it down first and you sent the immature pussy pic. And guess what? He immaturely shows someone that person. <laughs> this is facts. So, oh, I have to say so next time you in the presence of somebody. his homeboy, just know it's been shown. You need serious prayer. Like anybody that has this practice is not. It's not about it being a practice. Like I said, it's not early, early. Yes, it is. Early on. This is what. What do you even is, say in the text? Damn. It's not a no, no, no. I'm not I saying. Wet, I'm not talking about that. I'm not like, talking what about. What do you even say? You don't send. The, no, you don't send the pick. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that guys send pics. But what I'm saying is like, like even when I seen my homeboy, he didn't send no, no pick to me or no shit like that. He had it. You see what I'm saying? And he just shows it to you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, look at like, like look at this shit, man. Like that, that look at these titties, man. I'm telling you, why be going crazy about this shit? And it be early on in them stages, like I said, like when you don't even realize that you're gonna be fucking with this chick long term because you don't look at it that way. 
You know what I'm saying? We just really don't. It's no way that there's no way that Ray J was on film talking about, you know what I'm saying, behind her doing all that shit. If he would have thought that the shit was gonna go worldwide, you know what I'm saying? Like he ain't think that, but he filmed it, and you always take that risk when films come out like that. So anybody that's been in those, uh, what, what's the, what, what's the, the other white girl, Paris Hilton, yeah. like all these sex tape, Pamela Anderson, all these sex yeah. tape that came out, uh, Mimi hanging from a shower rod. No one thought <laughs> to themselves, I'm gonna be on the net. Not one of them bitches. I don't care when that when the, every time it comes up, they be like, it was in the prophecy. I don't know how they got that film. You released that film, it'd be a whole bunch of shit. But like I said, you should have thought about that shit before that camera got turned around. Like if you believe that in your mind that no one will ever see this this film, that's the gamble you take. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same time. And it's the same, and it was the same thing for Ray J. Like at the end of the day, it didn't blow his career. You know what I'm saying? It blew her career. But he was on the film. You see what I'm saying? So the world got to see him too. They just don't talk about him because the focus was on her. Now there probably are women that looked at that tape and looked at his dick and probably liked what they saw. Right. But the focus wasn't on him. The focus was on her for whatever reason. And typically that's kind of how it goes. You know what I'm saying? In no sex tape, wasn't nobody looking really at the guy. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers like, maybe fuck real boring on a shower rod. That's what everybody was kind of thinking to themselves. Like, nobody looked at that shit and was like, that pussy looks like it's amazing. Everybody was kind of disgusted or kind of taken back. Some That's the other thing about sex tapes, too. They always don't hit well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't. But whether that is your friend's opinion is a whole other story. I mean, I'm gonna just say for me, when I've been shown pics and, and it doesn't really do anything for me. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you have to remember that guys are, um, you know, so we have egos and we have uh, con uh, conquering mentalities. So it's really to show that look what, I look what I conquered, look what I got, this and that. Mm -hmm. It's really like a tally type thing. So no guy looks at it and like you're studying the pussy and looking at titties and no shit like that. You're like, oh, okay, you conquered this and that. Take a quick look. And then it's back to regular schedule programming. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa for him. If he has a chick that he conquered, he don't send the pic. I get it. Now I could kind of imagining that type of camaraderie with two guys if they're talking about who they smashing at the point that it's just a smash thing. I totally get that. But I also think that if you're more aware, kind of like I'm aware when I'm in a group of men, I'm aware that there is sexual attraction. I'm aware that I'm going to be spending a lot of time with these people. I'm aware that I'm available and someone else in this group of people is available. So it's my responsibility in that moment to just pick responsibly. I can say the same thing for a guy that's just smashing a girl especially if she's a decent person. It's a difference between bagging some bitch from the club and then she show you a picture of her vagina. That's maybe the vagina I would show my homeboy. But a decent person that you're dating, not just smashing though, but you're still like... How the fuck you supposed to know they decent? They just gave you throat on the first night. That's what I'm saying. The difference between... I didn't... I, that wasn't my situation though. 
even though I'm just having sex with a person, a person still knows me. Look, if you was so to choose to show my vagina, if you was, if, trust me, there is nobody out there that I just had a, a wham bam thank you, ma'am, with that I would bullshit. give a pass. That's bullshit. To showing my vagina, every female has done that, and you're the same person that 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 fucked a married man, like. You stop putting this fucking, that's what I be talking about. I was talking about that in the early beginning part where I just said females had this thing where they try to act like they so holy. Like they don't it's have. It's not about being holy I though. Didn't, yeah, but you just said that a decent person. Like you keep using that word, a decent person. How decent were you when you was fucking this married but man? this is another subject. No, yeah. See, now you want to change the it subject. It is. Yeah, well, stop. Don't use that word decent because then. there's still a gray area for these things. Yeah, there's an explanation for everything. Gotcha. Entanglement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Moving the goalposts again. I was in a, a sensitive I'm spot just saying, in life. I'm saying that. Let's say this. Let's say you meet one of the city girls and then you meet Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. Even though you're just smashing both, you might be like, you know what? This Miss Michelle Obama person, there's just something about her. So you keep that pussy to yourself. But the city girl that has shown to be a little ratchet or whatever, maybe you'll just show her because she show her shit anyway. This person over here is completely covered up. That's what I mean by decent. I didn't mean to go down the rabbit hole of the description of decent. What I mean by decent is this isn't a person that exposes herself on a daily. She is a professional. She carries herself like a lady. So there is a chance that you'll probably see this person again versus the bitch you just picked up from the club and just smashed for the night. That's what I'm saying. Flag on the play again. Like it's always, no flag on the always some shit. You know I'm willing. I'm willing to bet money that the city girls probably fuck horrible, and Michelle Obama fuck like a hoe. I'm almost willing to bet. I'm almost willing to <laughs> so bet. So that would be the reason why to show her vagina. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it's just a bad example. Just because someone is clothed up looking a certain way, don't mean that they ain't hoish. You know what I'm saying? Just because someone is dressed like a hoe don't mean that they do whole shit. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Like part of the part of the problem, just giving an example of what, what French Montana said in the interview was like, because Trina rapped the way she rapped, he thought that that pussy was going to be off the chain because she raps like that. But she don't live like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She lived real conservative. He was like, damn, they're born. You see what I'm saying? And that's the same thing with to me by you giving that example. Just because they rap like that and just because they look like that don't mean that I'm going to have a nasty fest. But a lot of them chicks that present themselves that way, like Michelle Obama, them be the ones that swing them from chandeliers and all kind of shit. Got that type of shit underneath them well, so suits that's a, nasty. She's a Swallow coming off. A lady in the streets and a freak in the bed. But that's gotcha. just for you. Gotcha. But what I'm saying is when you get that type of shit, that's what throw you off. That's what make a nigga be like, boy, it look like that, but that ain't what it is. It's this. That's what I'm talking about. And this is a free game. I don't know what you call it. It's but we're going to switch topics to early adolescent sex and the thin line between trauma and pride. This comes from another meme that says, if you play doctor as a kid, you're a real freak in your adult life. 
And when I read it and when I saw all the comments, people were just like really proud. Like, hell yeah, I used to play doctor and this and that. And I'm like, all that shit is like trauma. Like all the sexual shit that you did early, that is all that that has affected your choices, your bad choices, people you've ended up in 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 life. So that's where the question comes from or the conversation comes from, the thin line between the trauma and the pride of early adolescent sex. Lucky for me, <clears throat> I didn't have sex really, really early. So I, I didn't have sex as an early adolescent. I was still adolescent, but I wouldn't call it early adolescent and I still have trauma. So I can't imagine being even younger. Well, you know what? I take that back. I've had early adolescent sex, not just full sex, but I was touched by, by my babysitter. And then there was a bully in the neighborhood that would make me do sexual stuff. That is trauma. But if I say now, sexual stuff like what? I don't want to say. How does a bully? You brought it. Now you bringing it up, and now you. Yeah, but that's like that would. If I told this story, it would take thirty minutes, and I've never ever said it on camera. So yeah, you just said uh, someone bullies you at a young age for sex. Not bullied me for sex, but she like made me do sexual stuff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she made me do sexual things. And they and both of the times the it bully was, police. <laughs> gotcha. Why are you calling me the bully police? I didn't say you was the bully police. Oh, okay. I said you needed the bully police. Oh yes, police. I did need the bully police. I guess. But, I ain't never heard of no shit like that. I'm trying to figure out what happened to a lot of I'm trying girls. to figure out I'm trying to figure out like like nowadays when I look at um and, and I know, you know, you're not going to agree with me because you're not no guy. When I look at some of the shit that goes on now where you have like these students that be like, uh, you know, they, they teachers be uh, sexually harassing them and getting throat and pussy and all kind of shit. And, and I'd be saying to myself, these teachers looked at nothing like this when I was in school. They, like they were some of the ugliest teachers my teacher was like 60 years old 50 like i would i wouldn't have given for a 24 tender year old when i was like 14 hitting on me a teacher i'd have passed every class with flying colors i'd be a college graduate right now from see? harvard see like see like, this is the topic this is exactly the i got topic. I, I got you're, you but you would be proud of something like that happening to you as an early adolescent I'm just, but do you understand that you would also have trauma from that? We have all we all have trauma in some way, shape, or form. Somebody to pray. Somebody um, pray for it. No, I'm I'm being asking serious. We all have trauma in some way, shape, or form. And but and believe it or not, a lot of that, like I'm not discrediting um what you're saying as far as that, but sometimes that ain't even really the case. Um black people have trauma from slavery, and I wasn't in slavery. You understand what I'm saying? Some shit is not just right then and there. You know, curiosity of sexuality and things that fuck with people. Like, I've heard adults be like, you know, they went through uh, an experience and then find out that their parents went through that experience. And then it answers the question of why they're like that. So they might have thought that it had got triggered from something that was in their childhood. But no, it got triggered. Because that genetics or DNA or whatever it is was passed down through your parents yes, or grandparents DNA, yeah. or whatever this and that. Mm -hmm. So some of the, the trauma 
sometimes it might not even really be you just born with it. Yeah, sometimes it might not even be from you know that experience or this and that. And and I'm not saying that you know shit is that's what's going on with the kids. I'm just saying that it didn't happen to me. So I can't understand that because for the life of me, all my teachers was old right. and, and, and ugly. Like I had like one teacher, man, she smoked cigarettes, ate cheese and drank coffee and trying to teach somebody. You want to talk about trauma? Like, can you imagine how that smell when someone is trying to talk to you directly and trying to get you to do a paper? Almost pass the fuck out. That's trauma. I'd rather be getting my dick sucked. I got to deal with breath that's about to pass me and knock me out. I mean, that's laughable. That's not laughable. It wasn't funny. I get it. But that trauma versus sexual trauma, I'm just saying, is probably not the same. But you're right. It is trauma because you do grow up now with an issue with coffee or with the issue of bad breath and so you make decisions based on her fucking breath so that is trauma that okay. definitely is trauma. and that's what i just said but, everybody has trauma. right but this is a little bit different even now my choices in if i'm interested in a lady my choices are reflective of that bully in my life because i could probably show you pictures of the bully and show you pictures of the women that i've been with and you'd be like well damn there's a similarity so uh, you know, trauma, there are different types of trauma, but I think this one is a little a little deeper. Um, and so that's why I really wanted to dig into the thin line between the trauma that it creates and the uh, sexual pride that you have. And you have made a very clear example of that by how boisterous you were about, hey, if you would have had a teacher that was tender and 24 and you would rather get head. But, you know, we also don't hear a lot of stories, traumatic stories with bad endings that lead back to, well, my teacher sucked my dick when I was 12 or my teacher sucked my dick when I was eight for men. But you do hear of bad choices and bad, horrible lifestyles and, and horrible choices and, and life situations that women go through that are linked to those same sexual encounters as early adolescent women. Like my coach at school made me suck his dick or my babysitter hunched me or whatever. I wouldn't say that I've made horrible choices, but I would say the bad choices that I've made in men are linked to my sexual trauma in some way. I, I'm not a psychologist, but I'm smart enough to know that that happened to me as an early adolescence navigated some of the choices that I've made in life. And I'm in, intelligent enough to admit that. And so I think what I want is, I get the comical side of it. I get the meme and how funny it is if you played doctor as a kid. But I really wanted people to really take a closer look at the trauma it may have created. And when I say trauma, people always say hurt. People always think hurt, but it's not directly associated with some type of pain rather than some type of choice that causes pain. So a lot of people don't even understand what the word trauma really means because it causes them to just think a little bit deeper. But I, that's what I wanted people to do. Mm -hmm. It's cool that you feel that way. Um, I'm going to break it down like this. However people feel 
about um, trauma, things in their life, or whatever go on, um, I think they're not thinking realistic. And what I mean by they're not thinking realistic is because you grew, you grow, you grow up in America. Okay, America is the most contradicting place ever on this planet. On this planet, when you go to other countries and shit like that, there still ain't shit that's in those other countries that's in America. And this is why you're using that word trauma. Like, oh my God, it's trauma because in America, a lot of times we move goalposts. We cry about a lot of shit that we didn't used to cry about, and we had and we have this thing where we say, "Well, the law has changed, so your mentality has to change right along with it." And then try to blame people because, like, for instance, like what you just said about me, and say, "Well, that's not right because that's trauma." If you go back centuries. We wasn't living to 80 years old, 60 years old, any of that type of shit. We go back some centuries, people were getting married at 13, 14, and 16 years old. So at some point in time, in America, did we say, well, they were smart enough back then to get married and run a country, and the kings back then were smarter enough to hold one country, but you're stupid now. So you don't need to be <laughs> running no country and no shit like this. Let's pull your 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 thinking cap back some. Also in America, we'll say some shit like, hey, you got to be 18 to go to war, but 21 to smoke. You're old enough to die at 18, but you can't fucking smoke until you turn 21. You can smoke at 18. Alcohol. Drink. Alcohol. There you go. Alcohol. Just a flip of a matter. But it doesn't really matter. It's right. still the same. You get what you mean. It's, it's still the same. It's still the same concept. And this is another concept of what I'm talking about as far as like when you are brainwashed to kind of think these type of things like it happens. I understand times and things change. Mm -hmm. But what we start to do is we take away the thinking ability of people and start to make them be thinking things a little bit more illiterate. Mm -hmm. And when I mention shit like, you know, like what I just did, some people were probably not even thinking about that type of shit. But you're thinking about that because now we lived at 80, 100. You move the goalposts up now and say, hey, well, you really can't think until you're 30. <laughs> you really can't think until you're 40. Some people back then didn't make it to the end. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying about trauma. But like I said, I don't feel a lot of times that those things might be linked directly to that. And the other thing is households. Some of the shit that happened to you or... Should I say that you say, well, we don't hear stuff about like men. Yes, those type of stories are all out there. We just ain't fucking paying attention again. You know why? Because you're in America and they cover some of this type of shit. They, 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 they cover it up. I remember watching Todd Bridges say at 12 or 10 that one of his co-workers on the set put his dick in his mouth and he didn't know it wasn't supposed to be in there. Now, at 12 years old, I'm trying to fucking figure out how the fuck do you not know a dick not supposed to be in your mouth? Fuck, at 10, I'm trying to fucking figure out how you don't know someone ain't supposed to shove they dick in your mouth and you don't know the difference. Now, that's just me. That's just how I feel. But I remember watching that story and was saying, well, that's bullshit. Because when I remember when I was in school, I was getting 
like you're still a virgin yet at 10, 11, and 12, and 13, and 14. But what if those conversations were had in his home? Exactly. And that's no one was and, asking me if my babysitter may have been. And what did I just me. and what did I just say before then? That's why I mm. just said that the conversations really start at home. See, to me, if you run into those type of scenarios, your parents failed you. Like that's what it boiled down to to me. Like in the household, your parents failed you. When my son was 10, I told my baby mom I need to talk to him about sex. I probably said I could have talked to him about sex before then. You know the first thing she said? Well, I think he's a little too young at 10. I'm like, too young at 10? What planet are you on? Like, for real. How old were you when you first had sex? When I had sex? I was 14. Yeah, I was 14. When and, I was 14, and, 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 I was literally still playing with Barbies. That's that's cool. Women, women and men are totally different in the in the department of that. But I'm also telling you this too. I'm not saying that it applies to every woman that, but a lot of women who also have sex late on, they make them dumbass decisions when it when they get into like the sex thing of their journey and shit like that. Cause they're so late. And then that's how they end up with all these fucking body counts and all this other type shit. Because you go through all this shit trying to play house and say, hey, I want to marry somebody. I don't want us to marry somebody. And that's what y'all focus on. Like, well, maybe I can marry this one. This nigga just found out by sex that 14, 15, 16 years old, he ain't worried about marrying your ass. And you should know better. And it should have been taught that in your goddamn household to not be trying to give sex up because you want to get married and this and that. So y'all go through this string of people trying to get them to like you for sex, trying to get them why he don't like me and just falls into this whole thing. And it was never discussed in your household when it should be. It should be. And when I talked to my baby and mom about that and her saying, well, that's too young to be talking to him about sex at 10. I had to talk with him, my son at 10 years old. I said, what do you know about sex? He said, I know that you stick it in girls, and if it stay in there too long, they get pregnant. And I said, hmm, that's interesting. I said, how do you know that? He said, well, I saw a porno at 10. I said, how in the hell did you see a porno? Well, my mama left a tape in the VCR, so I was able to watch it. And because she's sitting there telling me he's too young at 10, he knows, and he knows more, not the correct shit to do, but now his misknowledge is traveling with him from 10. Oh, yeah. Until that conversation. Until that conversation. Yeah. And that is really, really, really fucked up. It is. <laughs> it's really fucked up. And that's what I'm saying. Like, in, in, in uh, another example, if I'm giving a, another example, even to talk about myself. Like, when my dad had a sex, take, uh, a sex talk with me, he had a sex talk with me, like, I think at 16, 17 years old. And it wasn't even a fucking talk. He calls me in the room. What do you know? Uh, what do you know about sex? Yeah, I know a little bit. He took a condom out. He was ironing his clothes. He put a condom on the ironing board and said, "Use it." And that was my sex talk. And that was my sex talk. Now, granted, I already had fucked. So this is a little bit wow. too. This is a little bit too fucking late. Right. You know what I'm saying? Out on your own. So, men, I'ma just say like, we learn from our partners, you know what I'm saying? Our, our, our partners, like when we growing up, like when you 10, 11, 12, 13, you're talking to a bunch of uh, another kids that they don't know what's going on. And this is how kind of how we learn. But you really, 
Your parents dropped the ball. They should be but talking to you. But is there anything that has happened to you in childhood that's questionable? I'm not just, I know I asked you when is your first time, but before your first time, I'm not just talking about sex. There are things, sexual experiences, strange sexual experiences that we have as kids. I mean, I've heard girls tell me, okay, I was on the playground and I fucked around and was on the monkey bars and I had my first, what I think was my first orgasm, you know, when I was very, very, very young. But they are now, you know, and they developed this obsession with their vagina against metal or their vagina. And that's, that's just the thing that some people can tell a story of how they they're into masturbating because this is what happened to them when they were nine on the monkey bars or, or whatever. Like <clears throat> women are able to have those accounts, I think, and not really look at it as full on sexual experiences. Men, I feel like if, sometimes it might be a thin line between something that happened to you like playing on a playground and you got a hard on or someone brushing you and touching you in some way. Like I don't hear a lot of those stories either, but I'm sure there was some type of sexual experience you had before you had sex. Now, whether it was traumatic or not is a, is it, a, another conversation maybe, but it just wasn't traumatic. Um, see, so and, th and, there is something, <clears throat> but because it's not traumatic, you don't feel like it's shareable. And it may be traumatic. You just don't know. Okay, give me an example of my, something that happened. My baby, my babysitter just grabbed my crotch. It, it, you know, like a baby, a babysitter. But at the same point in time, you have to remember certain things about like young men when growing up. Like when you don't know like what sex is. Let's just say, for instance, right right now, like when a woman grabbed your crotch, now you would get sexually uh, aroused. Or some shit like that. I wasn't getting sexually aroused back then because I don't even know what the fuck going on. She knew, so she's trying to manipulate the the scenario of what's you know what I'm saying of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I and I get all that, but it wasn't like I got raped or anything it, or anything like that. I'm not saying that it. I'm not saying that it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is it wasn't dramatic for me. Like I couldn't compare Todd Bridges sucking dick to someone just rubbing on the outside of my pants. I bet your mom would feel a lot different. That's cool. And I'm not telling her not to feel any difference. I'm not saying anything is right with this scenario and this. What I'm saying is, but traumatically, Todd Bridges is fucked up in the head. See what I'm saying? And he know he's fucked up in the head because that's how he acknowledged it. So that's what I'm saying as far as like, it wasn't traumatic. It wasn't It wasn't a thing that I, I said. Something here. more evasive happened exactly. to Todd Bridges. I exactly. get it. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, and again, I'm not a psychologist. What I'm saying is, a, a grown woman or a grown person, she someone grown. older than she you, was okay, someone that you that was you were in their care, mm. and they touched your private parts. Mm. It wasn't traumatic to you. However, mm. we cannot say that it's not trauma because it may have affected your sexual decisions going forward without you even knowing that someone groping you. At that early age, maybe that's why you like more aggressive women. I remember having a conversation with you and saying, well, you know what? It takes me a long time to really figure out if a girl's hitting on me. She got to be super aggressive. Like, she got to let me know she want that dick. That about you may be linked to that woman groping you at that, letting you know what she wants. And that's not a traumatic thing. It doesn't really affect 
yeah, and you in and a bad what, way, but at least that you can acknowledge as an adult the relationship and understand how those early experiences can, affect your choices. But I can acknowledge it, and that's that. And in order for something to be traumatic, you have to look at that scenario as bad, as negative. Bad. And okay. I don't, and, and still in all, I still don't see that as a bad thing. I do like women to be a little bit more aggressive mm-hmm. and come towards me, and that's fine, and I'm cool, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. I'm I can still make the decision on her aggressive level of how she comes at me. It ain't just like every woman mm-hmm. that's aggressive. I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, I just got to give a dick. No, I still am in my, my right state of mind and can, make the, and can make the decision on whether I want to go forward or not versus someone being like, well, I didn't know that a man's dick wasn't supposed to be in my mouth. That's fucking traumatic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At the same point in time. And I've seen and I've had other things that are traumatic that just weren't linked to sex. It was violence. It wasn't linked to sex. So it wasn't even really that. And for certain, like, other people, like, it's other things that kind of go on, like, in your in your life, like, um, like, people that walk in on their parents having sex and shit like that. Like, those type of things could be traumatic because it's I like... I heard my mom having sex. I mean, walk in it's, on their ass. I ain't talking about hearing. It made me sexually <laughs> curious a little early because it felt like it felt so good. It sounded like it felt so good. So it made me cu- curious earlier. I think so I believe to masturbate earlier. So how did you know it? How did you know it sounded like, how did you recognize that sound? Well, first let me ask you how old you were. I think I may have been eight, nine. So how did you know that was a good sound? Like, how did you know she was being pleased? Because I knew how it sounded for my mom to cry. And that wasn't crying. So I automatically had to associate it with some type of joy. So you thought, that's interesting. See, and that that to me makes me think something was wrong with you to think that if you hear someone make, because typically, and I'm just, you know, it's not for everybody, but typically when I, you know, you watch, like I said, I watch a lot of coming of age movies and shit like that. And typically the very first thing that most kids say in adolescents or growing up of age movies like that, they typically say mommy was being hurt or you know, why were you crying or something like that. And but something in you said she was in joy. Yeah, she was pleasure. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so whatever trauma that you might have, you see what I'm saying? Like yours that could be yours in reverse. Knowing what it felt like to hear um before I was eight. So before hearing my mother had sex. Mm -hmm. I was performing sexual favors for the neighborhood bully. Do you think she moaned? Yes. The babysitter. I mean, you, didn't tell me, you didn't tell me what it was, so I couldn't. I couldn't link the two. So that's, so that's why. Right. I asked. The babysitter that hunched me. She made noises. I began to make noises because so it so it was so, so it wasn't. When that I heard you, my mom. I knew absolutely it was sex. So okay. So that's what I'm. That's why I was asking you that. So it wasn't that you heard your mom cry or anything like that. It was that had nothing to do with it. It was linked to you had sexual experience with someone else, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm, that's why I was asking yeah. what I was asking. Yeah. That's why it didn't resonate to you like normal kids. I'm coming to age movies, right. saying, "Were you in pain? Right. You yeah. encountered sexual situations before or, that, yeah, before. So that's actually how you knew. Mm-hmm. See how that was? Yeah, but it takes a minute because when you ask me off the cuff, when I thought about it, I'm like, "Well, I know she wasn't hurt because I do know how it." I do know how it sounds for my mom to cry. I know exactly when my mother is crying. So I did know that. That's true. Mm. But still, 
me thinking about it deeper was like, well, damn, of course I know what sex sounds like because I, I didn't have full on sex, but I was still pleasing someone and they made noises. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I get that and I understand that. Um, like I said, I mean, if you feel like you having trauma or traumatic things going on in life, for all means, go seek some help. I feel like you can't recognize some of those things. I'm going to still go back to what I said, like, it's just in the household, man. I feel like, especially in the black communities, we lack uh, family in that unity to teach one another in the household where those things are actually supposed to be taught. And we let our kids go out in this world thinking that they don't know no better because that they're because they're kids and saying that they're age or you know something like that. And you know that's just what it is. But you know it, it's it's just one of those things. So I would say that you know those things. That you need help, look at traumatic, uh, look up someone, go sit on somebody's couch, figure out what's wrong with you. Don't go out, go out in the dating world and let that be, you know, let that be it. But with that being said, we're finna move into a tap in. Do you and, have one? Would I say, see, this oh is my the problem. I was checking my email to see if I had one. They don't listen. <laughs> that's not <clears> true. And that's what we're talking about right now. We are now. not talking about women who don't listen. We were talking about something very serious and why he's looking for the tap in. I got to tap in. Oh. So tap in goes like this. So I fucked up early in my relationship cheating, but I got a second chance. But my girl has no trust and it's been months and she pops off at me for being a nice guy thinking I'm scheming. I need advice to gain her trust. Please help. I ain't going to say his name, but it is what it is. Okay. Oh, you want me to go first? Sure. Uh, I've had this happen to me. Um, and it's, a, it's, it's hard because after breaking someone's trust and after they've forgiven you, men like to wipe the slate clean. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to answer any questions. They just want to pretend like it did not happen after you said, I have forgiven you. That is not the way it works for a woman. It is not erased from their memory. It is not a clean slate. And I think if men keep that in mind, even though I hear him saying, hey, I'm being a nice guy. And when I'm being nice to her, she thinks I'm scheming. So you need to figure out, go read the five love languages. And I know that sounds, I I know y'all are going to laugh at me. But people receive love in different ways. If you're just talking and you're being nice to her, that might, you're showing her your affection through words of affirmation. That's not her love language. Her love language might be gift giving. And if you knew that about her, you would just go buy her a gift and find out that that makes her feel better. I know that sounds really, um, what would you call that? Like give somebody a gift. Well, that's not special, but that's them. It's their love language. I think there are five love languages, receiving gifts, words of affirmation, quality time, and there are two other ones. I don't know them off the top, but whichever one is her love language, you need to focus on that because then she's going to receive what you're doing more. She's just not receiving words. Words don't mean anything to her. If you're doing the right thing, you're just doing it in the wrong way. Your woman is not accepting your communication. Your turn. 
Um, I would tell you that one, this isn't a woman or man thing because I've been in I've been in relationships where women have been on that same bullshit. They don't want to talk about it. They want to gloss over shit. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's not a woman thing. It's a human being thing. When human beings fuck up, they just want to gloss over shit. They never want to admit the shit. Like you, I, like you, I could ask my girl something, and it comes with a whole bunch of explanations of a whole bunch of bullshit that has nothing to do. Instead of her just saying, "I was wrong," and you right, but no one wants to do that. It comes with a bunch of motherfucking excuses and everything. They're gone. The other thing that I would definitely tap on, uh, like to t- touch on, is when someone loses trust for you, that could be. Uh, a sentence and that's when you have to decide on if you really want to be in that relationship or not to me you you can't change that individual only that individual can change that it can change themselves or y'all both need to go and see a counsel a counselor the thing when people cheat is they try to fix that scenario themselves, which I feel is you're incapable of doing that like all that other type of shit like much as I love Kobe 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 Bryant ended up with what I call that shit that she talking about, that giving gift shit, this and that. What it boils down to is Kobe give her a ring, a bigger ring. He apologized. He apologized on national news. And now you just have a wife now that don't ever trust you. And now she's following your ass around everywhere you go. That ain't trust. Every game she was, that he had, she had. Every game that he go to, she on front row. That ain't trusting me. You know what I'm saying? Because she can't come to terms with not being in his presence. So to me, if you don't want that, then move on. So you can either go to a counselor and get that part fixed. But what most people do is they try to fix it themselves. And to me, if Kobe was cool with that, but obviously he was, or maybe, I don't know, maybe he wasn't. Maybe it was just what she put on the table is an ultimatum. You know what I'm saying? And that's how they move forward. But I'm just saying, if you can deal with it, like for me, the type of man that I am, I'm not. If the woman feels like they don't trust me, bitch, get moving. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how I feel. Like, if you ain't, that's your issue now. And if you want to turn it into our issue, then we can't fix our issue. Because you see it from one side, I see it from another side. We can either go sit down on on, on somebody's couch and try to work it out so you can say how you feel and I'm going to see how I feel. But I'm not going to change how the fuck I feel because you feel a certain way. I also don't feel like I'm going to have to be extra nice guy because I know that that shit don't mean nothing to your ass. It don't mean nothing. It's not going to change and not going to win me your trust. Only you can win your trust, not me. Your trust factor is going to change from you. And if I see that that's not happening, you and your trust or your non-trust can go that way because we all make mistakes at the end of the day. Ain't nobody say that I'm fucking perfect, but you ain't finna hold nothing over my head for the rest of my life. I don't work like that. I don't operate like that. Some men do, but I don't. I'm telling you, it's a matter of how you feel, homeboy. If you feel like you can deal with that shit, ride it out. Become a slave for life. But do all that type of shit for nothing. She's going to be up your ass and following you and don't trust and don't believe a word you say no matter what it do. Be Until she work past that shit. And it's going to be on her time whenever she decide to do it, unless y'all go see a counselor. It's the only way you can do it. And my suggestion is y'all need to go see group, group therapy. Because if it's been months, nigga, I know homeboys where it's been years and they still getting the same shit. And they still, and their wife still bringing up the same shit, the same bullshit, and the same fight. Because 
It's on their time. And this has been an episode of Relations. My name is Tina Lassiter. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and IG at Tina Lassiter. Hey, it's your boy, 51's Page. You can find me on both platforms. Everybody to tune in every Friday at 8 o'clock. Subscribe to the channel. You can get those likes, subs, and subscriptions. We also need those all the time. I want to thank everybody for joining us on Podbean. And if you're looking for the search, you know what you're doing. Alpha Male God Creation.